It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Larry, update your friggin' speaker out. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the advert for our Patreon page. The what now? Larry! How dare you make me do extra work. Well, we have to update it. We've made a lot of improvements since I put up the old one. Oh, like what? Well, I, I, re- I, re- I realized I was non-binary for one. Don't want people to keep hearing me sing Larry yelling man when I'm not one. Not to mention, we've got a new co-host. And she's pretty damn good in my opinion. Yep. You still haven't told them the second best feature though, Larry. What's that? Patreon subscribers don't hear ads. Ever. <laughs> Sugar bandits, that's right. Sugar b- The Patreon version is and will always be completely ad-free, which means they're not going to hear this, and I kind of like it. You also get access to the show's Discord server! That's all good, but where can people find it? They can find it and hopefully sign up at patreon.com slash humansholler. That's https colon slash slash www.patreon.com slash humansholler. Patreon.com slash humansholler? Yes, patreon.com slash humansholler. That's patreon.com slash humansholler. Links in the show notes.
Um, okay. Uh, how there, right. I have not. I am so thrown off right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Humans Holler at News. I'm Larry Yelling, NB. I'm Laura. And I'm Phoenix. So who'd you get for us today, Laura? Well, Larry, I have a nice surprise for you and the listeners. I've brought my lovely friend, Steph. Ooh, you that's can't nice. prove I'm here. Yeah. The whinging gives it away. I'm not whinging. (laughs) I've never whinged. I've never complained about anything in my life. I've got no spoons today. I feel awful. I've had a bad day. I've never complained, but I've had a bad day. I'll see if there's somewhere that does delivery that can order you some cutlery and we'll see if things improve. Hell yeah. So, Steph, where can people find you? In bed, mostly. Oh, hello. I mean, same. I mean, same. Uh, hell yeah. And Laura, where can people find you? <laughs> Sorry, I realized I just didn't answer the question at all. He <laughs> <laughs> missed the next bit where he was meant to ask me something. I was um, waiting for Steph to stop holding <laughs> the very reasonable question in contempt and answer it. I, I mean, I thought in bed was the answer. Yeah, that'll do. I mean, it's it's very true. Um, I'm going to jump in and just answer. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz. The main thing I'm doing right now is I'm writing a book with my wife. It's called Who Hunts the Whale? Go Google yeah. it and then give it some money. It's a book about it's a book about video games, but it's anti-capitalist and anti-corporation. And maybe, you know, you should go read it. We love to hear it. Yeah. Oh, right. Sounds of someone running. Door opening. <laughs> hey everyone sorry i'm late you would not believe how sick i've been is is that laura steph and fee i must still be ill uh yes yes they are last i checked anyway last i've happy fox girl noises that go a bit like this (laughs) Uh, so laura you want to do the honors (laughs) fucking sweet let's dive into the stories this says I'll light up, load up my virtual D4. I'm doing no such thing, but someone will load up their virtual D4, and we'll see who goes first. One for me, two for Larry, three for Fee, four for Steph, and I'm assuming uh, there's a five in there as well. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> who's the f- oh, oh, shit, who's the five? Oh, wait. There so are five you, of us. Me, me, yeah, Be- Beth, yeah. I forgot Beth. Oh, shit. It's going to have to be a virtual D5. Yeah, and look five or Beth. Five or Bedef. I'm here to chaos. You can tell chaos. who the professional podcaster here is. Look, I I I've made a career out of wrangling chaos. That is uh, true. One. So Laura, that's you. Oh no! Ah, oh, this is too much pressure. Ah, oh, I was going to jump to my. Ah, oh, where's my story? Fuck. Ah. Oh. Okay, well, one, that, that, that's me, that's me. I, I was just about to say, Laura is the expert at herding cats. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, on, on Podquisition and pretty much everywhere but here, yes, and pretty much... Okay, right, I have a story. Here's, here's the headline. Woman falls down mountain, which I admit oh. is not the, gre- the best of starts to a happy news story. Right Unless to- it's Thatcher. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, woman Falls Down Mountain writes hilarious review of leggings, giving them five stars. Um, 
Huh. At the well, same time? Yes. Well, <laughs> oh, no. Falling the and typing on their the phone, events, that's the, amazing. The two, that events, the two events are connected. I think that she wrote the review afterwards. But, the uh, problem is it's getting better in my head because I'm still yeah. imagining Thatcher. So I've got <laughs> Thatcher rolling down a mountain yeah. while typing out a review of her leggings so, on her iPhone. Snag so tights. Five out of ten. If, if any of you... If any of you haven't seen this, go look up the the image. It's in the link in the doc. Um, there is there are two photos of a woman halfway down a mountain, having fallen down a mountain, and here is her review of the leggings she was wearing. As she just kind of, she's just kind of sliding like hopelessly down the mountain. She seems to have given up all hope of <laughs> not sliding down the mountain. Here we go. Here's her. Here's it's like fucking Garfield yeah, sliding her, down. Her review has so much hope and like she's clearly seen the fun in this. Can I just say that I will be reordering these leggings in every colour? Here is me <laughs> rolling and sliding down a mountain because I was too scared to get up. My leggings did not rip, not even a little bit, and I got stuck on rocks and trees. That's impressive. Yeah. There's some yeah. good leggings. I mean, yeah. look, as, as someone that loves like... A, a good pair of leggings is hard to find, and if I found oh, a pair of leggings, I could fall down a mountain and get them stuck on rocks and trees, and they're still fine. I'm gonna live in those leggings. Uh, it's right almost Survivor Oladaba. It, it's right up there with the, the other good pair of leggings I have, which is the pair of leggings with a phone-sized pocket on either side. What? Oh, yeah, they, they that's are, the holy grail. They're long enough for my, my big long trans gal legs, cool galaxy pattern prints, pockets on either side that are big enough to to get my phone in, proper proper size fit, good material, mm, they're good. That's like the holy grail you found there, Laura. I mean, look, if I could fall down a mountain and not destroy them, they'd be the holy grail, but for now there is a contender to the throne. Mm. I think I've only got one pair of leggings with pockets that I'm wearing. They've got fish, like shimmery fish scales going all up and down them. Ooh. Like mermaid leggings. They're really good. I don't think they could survive a mountain, though. So, <laughs> my, I, there's one more detail of this story that I haven't yet shared, and it's the little cherry on top that, that I really enjoy. How'd they get a little cherry on the top of a mountain? But oh. not blow it away. <laughs> so, and no since... whipped cream with that mountain? What the hell? And no Right? <laughs> so, since. This review sort of did the numbers on the internet. Other people have started reviewing these leggings and posting their own photos of them also deliberately sliding down mountains to reaffirm that, yes, these leggings are very good at not getting damaged when you roll down a mountain. Oh, wow. There's just lots and lots of pictures of people roll like sliding down things going, yep, yeah, my leggings are fine. That's really uh, good. Yeah. Oh wow, they're only like thirteen. They're just under yeah. fourteen dollars, which is 13, actually real cheap. Yeah. Thirty ninety nine to twenty three ninety nine. Raypose women's yoga uh, running capri leggings workout. But I'm not. Oh, oh there's so many <laughs> colours. Look, I, <laughs> some, sometimes are you, are you looking to order some now, Steph? I I am looking. There's got purple and they've got black <laughs> and I I might. I oh, get me they've got purple. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I do love. I do love a little bit of like. Ah, oh, that's a good. Someone had took, had a light hearted reaction to a situation that could have been a sad thing, oh, and other yeah. people going, "Now oh, let's make that fun." Yeah, yeah. two X large on the purple. You could shove it up your ass and fall down a mountain. 
Well, if they did, their leggings would turn out all right, unfortunately. They would. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm kind of laughing at triangle crotch gusset. Like, what? what? What is triangle crotch gusset? I guess what I'm wondering is what's that a triangle crotch and what's a gusset for? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, say again? We can educate you on what a gusset is if you like. I okay now. I'm curious. You, what's a gusset? Okay, so it's... some of us live the gusset lifestyle. Not everyone's in. <laughs> okay, on. so uh, it's it's a triangle of fabric that you you put in a seam to make it uh, to put less stress on the seam. Oh, if that okay. helps. Yeah, you just did less stress on the seam by doing like a triangle of fabric over it. Ah, yeah, that make yeah that makes sense. There you go. Fabric facts. Hey, this, this can be an educational show sometimes. Sometimes, yes. Also, my uh, I, um, I think my dogs are, are downstairs agreeing with you all wholeheartedly. Yes, they, they are very. They want some leggings for themselves. They are very into into, into leggings with crotch gussets. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, so, uh, it looks like Fee is um, uh, under Laura on my screen. But Beth, um, oh. wait, oh, do do we have a fee again? Do we have a fee? What? I don't think oh. they ever left. I never oh. left. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, here the whole time. Fee's uh, been here the whole time. I I saw you were I, I saw you were muted. I wasn't sure. It, it, like it, like either way, you're here now. So what's your story? Either way. Uh, my story is about corn. 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 Con! Oh, corn. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who I can only assume has never had to live in a house that wasn't made of solid brick or like fancy old stone and wasn't ancestral has designed home insulation made from popcorn. What? (laughs) You know, I can see it. I can genuinely see it. Yeah. I what? <laughs> they are positing that popcorn could be a natural alternative to man-made insulation. They've found a way of turning the snack into an eco-friendly building material, which you know, renewables generally music mm. to your ears. How but, much weed did they have before before coming up with this? <laughs> oh, I think they were on something better than weed. They had they had the popcorn munchies, and they're like, dude, you know, this could totally be like insulation. This isn't renewable. Amazing. You tell me Amazing. I'm going to chew through the walls. <laughs> I'm going to chew through the walls and get to the popcorn. There's not going to be popcorn uneaten in my presence. Oh, right? no. Oh, think no. Of I the just, wildlife. It's going, just, they're going to get gonna, a little husky. It's going to attract mice. It's going to attract it's mice. It's going to attract death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. It'll attract my dogs. It'll attract, and honestly, me. And honestly, I, I am curious though. Does won't, won't the popcorn just go off eventually? I mean, if you actually look at a picture of it, it's like they've got popcorn and then they've put it in a blender on the collie rice setting, and then they've glued it together. Oh, I see. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like a, a bit like a rice crispy treat. Yeah, I mean, that's when they're going to attract Steph Ma. Look, that's, yeah. that's that's a real shame because like I. As long as this is edible, my vision was like, aha, if I ever need to hide, I'll just live in the walls now. <laughs> what, with all the rats that also live in the walls, and maybe oh. a feral trash girl? 
Look, there's going to be so much. There's going to be so much popcorn in those walls that, like, look. I think me and the rats can come to an understanding. They can have their popcorn. I'll have mine. We'll keep to separate zones. Yeah, one thing that I really like about this article, though, is it's talking about like the fossil fuel ones that you can have as insulation materials instead, and how they're bad. And there are safety concerns, such as the Grenfell Tower fire. Oh, now, shit. I don't. I don't know enough about popcorn to say this with authority, but I don't think adding fuel to fires is... I, I don't get what they're going for here. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure... very confused by this. How does adding popcorn to... So, yeah. Some, no. I, I'm Honestly, I'm kind of with you there. I don't see how insulating your home with gasoline would help either. I don't see... <laughs> I thought this was fun because that, that imagine fun. having having insulation and your insulation is popcorn. <laughs> and if the rats eat it, you know what? You can just make my popcorn. You can just have a little hole in the wall. You yeah, you can just put your popcorn into the popcorn grinder and or whatever they use I, to make this and boom. So I've, I've got one suggestion of somewhere this might be better used as an insulator than, you know, houses. Mm-hmm. It's winter and I'm quite cold. Fill me with popcorn, please. <laughs> <gasps> you could be husky too. <laughs> oh dear, though it is winter and I am quite cold. I really want popcorn. I, huskies quite are so good. Now. Huskies, Hus- huskies are so good. Oh. They're so dramatic. I love them for they, it. They're they so are dr- so dramatic. I love them so much. You know what else I love? Uh, Beth. Oh, B. I walked into that one, didn't I? Okay, so a priceless Roman mosaic spent 50 years as a coffee table in a New York apartment. A priceless Roman mosaic that once decorated a ship used by the Emperor Caligula uh, was used for almost 50 years as a coffee table in an apartment in New York City. How hard did they have to scrub to get the Rome juice off? to get? I don't know. I imagine there's things you could find on that with a black light. Um, Dario del Buffalo, an Italian expert on ancient stone and marble, described in an interview with CBS's 60 Minutes on Sunday how he found the mosaic. In New York in 2013, del Buffalo gave a lecture and signed copies of his book, uh, Porf... I... I I don't know how to pronounce this word. Fancy book! It's P-O-R-P-H-Y-R-Y. I imagine it's Latin. Um... Anyway, the book, uh, cordyceps. About, the, uh, the, the, the book was about the, um, about this, uh, about a reddish purple rock used by Roman emperors. I'm guessing it's a rock of the same name as that, which I can't pronounce. Um, the book included a picture of the long lost mosaic, which once formed part of the floor on one of two vast party ships commissioned by Caligula to float on a lake near Rome and sunk when the emperor was killed. Interesting. Uh, they sunk when the emperor was killed. Were they like tied to his life force or something? I guess he was a load-bearing emperor or something. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading about these these boats, though. They, 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 they I mean, they, they weren't really boats so much as just like floating party palaces. Um, but yeah, Caligula, he was a character. Where can I get a floating party palace? I ask for research. Um. Hmm. Can- Write off a floating party palace on your taxes in some way. <laughs> well, 
Well, I've mentioned it on a podcast, which means it's a work expense now. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You just need to mention it on stream every time and, and, and you know, oh, if yeah. you did your streams from the floating party palace, there you exactly. go. It's a work expense. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I, you burst. Oh, uh, yeah. The uh, the mosaic and other antiques were recovered from the lake in the 1930s and housed in a lakeside museum. In 1990, uh, 1990, in 1944, as the Nazis retreated from Italy, the ships and many other treasures were burned. Uh, nearly 70 years after that, as he signed copies of his book, Del Buffalo overheard a man and a woman say the woman had the mosaic they were looking for um, on the on that particular page. What, 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 are, the, what are the chances of that? Right? Oh, I, I know this priceless missing mosaic. Okay, apparently, um, yeah, apparently uh, a woman by the name of Helen Fiorati, um, an art dealer and gallery owner, um, apparently they bought the uh, mosaic from an Italian noble family in the 1960s. And um, when it arrived in New York, they turned it into a coffee table. Uh, so I'm, I'm guessing it's one of these many treasures that went missing um, after the at the end of the Second World War when the Nazis went on their I, little on their little I, retreat across Europe and burning lots I, of stuff. I I just love the thought process of who, whoever it was that buys this huge mosaic from like a noble family in Italy, uh-huh. and at no point goes. This looks pretty old, and we bought it off some literal nobles. <laughs> like, what? What? How do you get from that thought to, yeah, that'd make a good coffee table, wouldn't it? Right? Like, what's. Where's, I feel like I've missed a step in the middle. At the very least, I hope they're using coasters, because you don't want to get coffee stains on that. I mean, coffee stains are the least of my worries when it comes to anything owned by Caligula. It's probably already got stains on it. This is in New York, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So, yeah, an American saw a long lost mosaic and thought coffee table. That checks out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear. See, I'm not I'm... saying we've got no respect for history in this country, but. I See, here's the thing I'm tempted to believe that this person genuinely didn't know exactly what they had, because if they did, they 100% would have gone, look at what we've rescued into American museum it goes like the the race to get it into an American museum would have been too much to handle well apparently it's going to a museum in Nimi which I believe is in Italy hooray the uh, uh, Del Buffalo the uh, the, the fellow who wrote the book um, decided that um, he felt kind of sorry to be parting um, um, Mrs. Uh, Fiorati from her coffee table, so he's going to have like a, a copy made for her so she could continue to have her Caligulan coffee I, table. I I do wonder if, like, I, I, I can't help but imagine Mrs. What's-Her-Face, you know, chimes up at the signing going, oh, we got that, I saw a coffee table. And her husband's like, be quiet, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Ixnay on the mosaic, say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the good thing is, it's going back to Italy where it belongs. Hooray! So, yay. Happy happy ending to that story. Hooray to any story where an ancient artefact goes back to the country it's supposed to be in. Right. We're looking at you, British Museum. You know what's... And, you know, and do you know what's supposed to be in here next? Uh, Steph's story. Indeed. Hey! 
Right, yeah, I found one actually before we recorded. Um, so it's not on the list, but I've, I've got questions about it and I'm hoping you can help me. I, right? I, if you send me a link, I can, I can try if you send... I can, well, I've put a, I've put a, an image. There's a link to the image of what I'm talking about. I'll put it in the chat there a sec. Is there a chat in the Zencaster thing? I yeah, haven't seen it. Yeah. Isn't that it? Oh. The story is Alabama man's 14 foot tall church might be the world's smallest. First of all, might. How many churches are unaccounted for? But that'll feed into my my main question with this, right? So an Alabama man, I'll read the story. An Alabama man is seeking a Guinness World Records title for the world's smallest church after constructing a house of worship that measures only four feet wide and five feet deep. This fellow's called Gary Smith, um, owns Lob Lolly Farm, uh, calls the church the Chapelle de Champs, and it's designed after Alabaman churches from like 150 years ago. That is just a shed with a stick on it, though, right? <laughs> that really is just a shed with a stick on it. I mean, when I first saw it, I thought outhouse. Right? Oh. It's... See, uh, what's... What is a church? So, I... A miserable I, I, pile I, of secrets. So, <laughs> so, so I, I, I can answer this as someone that, like, actually studied, like, uh, Christian... Um, oh, uh, that's uh, right. You were raised theology. Christian, weren't you? Yeah. Raised Christian. I did a lot of Christian research in my teens. Um, plus, when I tell you what makes a church, I'm going to fucking blow this man's claim out the water right here and now. Oh, heck. A church only has to be anyone, uh, any place where any person is, you know, is, is taking the time to worship. Any place that you dedicate to worship is a church. So I'm going to posit... I've got a sleeping bag downstairs. I'll get in there, do a prayer. That's a church now. It's smaller than your shed. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Right? You see, yeah. that's, the, that's the grand question is. You can just say anything's a church. Well, I mean, like at at the at the core level, you can say that, like at the fundamental level, God is with you wherever you are. You don't have to be anywhere specific. Therefore, me sat here. I'm at church now. Right. I mean, I'm sure. I'm damn I'm, sure someone's tried that. I'm, I'm sure. My ass is a church. There's a lot of worshiping goes on in there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure there's also scripture you can use to back that up. Isn't there something? Oh. Oh, in, the, in the New Testament, about how wherever two two of you are gathered in my name, I I, I will be with you, or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Wedge two people in the sleeping bag. That's a church now. There you go. Done. So, listeners, here's the important question: Who wants to get into a sleeping bag with me? 
<laughs> Look, if I can get a Guinness World Record for it, count me in. Right? The current holder is... Oh, wait, wait. Just to be clear, I, that was a joke. I am not actually offering to sleep with any listeners. <laughs> what about... Is that about sleeping with? I thought we were just getting in a sleeping bag together. That's all. Yeah. You, you, answer Steph there, Larry. What about co-hosts? Uh, I kick in my sleep, so... I... <laughs> I'm into that shit. <laughs> also, I'm sorry I didn't hear Steph earlier. Also, I'm the current world record holder is the Santa Isabel de Hungria in Spain. Uh, this church, the the Chapelle de Champs, is uh, seven square feet smaller, four feet wide, five foot deep. It's nineteen feet from the very bottom to the top of the quote unquote steeple. <laughs> um, it can fit. Uh, I think it's like it can fit four people, uh, three people. You can, it can comfortably fit three people. It's very um, intimate church. God excluded, I'm imagining. And the, here's the other thing, right? It's not even built to be a church. No, it's built. It's built to fulfil a record. Yeah, Smith <laughs> says the tiny church is part of his lifelong dream to become a Guinness World Record holder. He can get in the book for world shittest lifelong dream. <laughs> I I, I kind of I kind of feel like if you're if you're doing something like this just to get in the book, it should kind of disqualify you. I feel right. Look, I here's the thing. Generally, I'm on board with like, hey, do a thing that's not really a record and get a record for it. Fine, whatever. I if you're gonna say you have a church, its primary purpose has to be to be a church. Yeah. I don't even think he's a reverend. <laughs> it's I mean, re- isn't it like, very easy to get ordained in the states, though? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can I do it online. In a Ruby Tuesdays on- by just a bloke. <laughs> anyway, that's it. <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to yell about the Alabama man with his jumped-up godshed. His his tool shed with a steeple. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can just put a cross on anything. It's not going to get you in the book of world records. Oh. Why isn't a sleeping bag in it for world's smallest church? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure, but but but, I, but also it's a bit more lo- it's a bit more local than the world. But do you want to know who Scotland's best dog is? <gasps> yes, <gasps> it's all of them. It's all of them. Aww. Uh, confirm. I know some of them. Ooh, well, I know. I know. I know two dogs. Hell yeah. I, I know two t- dogs. This is my mum's dog, Cullen, who is 12 and blind and a very good dog. And there's my 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 BFF slash sister, Christine's dog, uh, Riley, who is a puppy and he's full of life and energy and he had his very first snow the other day. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, I'm jealous. That's 200% more, more Scotland dogs than I know. That's 200%. <laughs> Wait no, because that's wait. You can't do percent. You you can't do percents of zero. So that's two that's, more dogs than I know. That's, that's infinity more dogs than you know. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I, I don't know math, so I'll believe Laura. I I know I know math as a concept. Like I know it exists. I know it exists. I'm, I'm not, aware. I'm, not, I'm aware of it. And I hate it. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. And in, who's a good doggo? You're a good doggo. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. News. And how American do I want to be here? Uh, Eden Burf is running. Eden Burf. 
is running a show all about finding Ed and Burr's best dog. It's all of them. All dogs are best dogs. All, all, uh, I'll be honest. I, I just, well, okay. When I, when I first wrote the script, which was what, two weeks ago now, I think two weeks. Uh, I, I, I found out about, about, about this dog, that this dog show. And while I'm, and, and while I won't be watching it because fuck the BBC, I, I do support these dogs and their humans. 100%, especially Brannigan and, and his human Charlotte. Brannigan is an eight-year-old Bernese mountain dog who, from the from the Aiden Burf news article, loves nothing better than the great outdoors. Regularly, regularly taking part in hiking, paddleboarding, and cane, and I'm assuming cane crossing, which is which is the sport of running with your dog. He also oh. loves toys so much that during a challenge in front of the judges, Brannigan decided to suddenly make a beeline towards an off-camera toy box. <laughs> which is that just that's just my dog that's that's just any of my dogs it's just any oh, of oh yeah i've i've known i've known dogs like that that's very good I, I couldn't stop laughing says charlotte he likes toys but isn't really but isn't really that interested in them generally so not like my dogs <laughs> so, so the fact he decided to do that to do that really really made me laugh he had clocked the box earlier and obviously hadn't forgotten about it so when he saw his window of, of opportunity he took it <laughs> I just asked him which one he wanted. He chose one, and then we went back to, to do the, to do the challenge again. Aww. He certainly he certainly got the comedy vote that day. Oh, what a hero! Uh, although that is a puppy, though, isn't it? Like you, you give him an inch, but they'll steal your house. You give him an inch, they'll steal. <laughs> steal my heart. And oh, it sounds like your dogs approve. I don't know what they've been burfing at, but they've been just something has had them riled up for. Stop, uh, there's somebody outside, and how dare they be outside? And not petting them, and not. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my story again. Like fuck the BBC, but dogs. I do. yes, dogs are good. Dogs are good. Um. So we, we, it looks like we have a bit of time. Do y'all have um enough time for a duck? A yes. Dog? Yes. Yes. I'm, before we get into this duck story, I just want to say I'm real jealous that you picked this duck story because this duck story is great. And well, as you soon can as do I, it. You can. Oh, do. as soon as I saw the duck story, I was covetous of the duck story. Well, you can have the duck story. I, I, I don't want to steal the duck story. I just want people to know how excited I, I am about the duck. But you're the it's duck n- princess. It's not stealing if I'm t- if, if 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 I'm ordering you to do it. I mean, I, look, <laughs> if, if look, if you're sure, I'm I'm very excited to tell people about a duck. Yes, I do the duck story. I will send you every duck oh. I see because you and seeing yeah. ducks is the best. Okay, okay. So, Wrinkle the Duck runs <gasps> the New York Marathon. Oh, oh, oh! Mm, best story all, all, already. It's great. Um, yep. The duck's uh, called Wrinkle. Yeah, the duck's called Wrinkle. It's already the best story that's oh, wait, ever wait, been told. Wait, right? There are. There are. Oh, there are conflicting reports in the story about this duck's name, and I need to know the duck's name. Um, uh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing wrinkle in my script, I'm, and I'm seeing crinkle in the script as well. I am too. Oh. Where, I did you, have, where did you get crinkle from? I may have gotten the, the story from two different sources because one of them was crap. Because one okay, of them, it's was definitely crap. called wrinkle. I'm looking at a video about the duck called wrinkle. I'm going to say um, wrinkle then. I'm going to okay, say okay. Here we go. So yeah, um. <laughs> Wrinkle the duck has little neoprene shoes, by the way. It's got special duck shoes for running, so that Aww, like feet brilliant. don't get hurt when doing a big run. Wrinkle 
well-trained city duck who knows how to safely cross at the lights and oh. like no it's, it's just a lovely domestic duck um uh, according to the couple that that you know adopted this little duck um they took they took wrinkle down to the marathon just to watch the marathon like that was the intention was just like hey hey our pet duck you will go watch a marathon <laughs> and then wrinkle goes oh hell yeah this looks great just ducks under the barrier starts running along the marathon oh. at, which, at which point owners go i guess we're running a marathon now we've got to keep up with our fucking duck ah. so they start they duck under the barrier and start running after their duck and at just duck under the barrier how <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm gonna read the quote it's it's great she saw everyone running and she wanted to join in so we just hopped in there for a little bit and ran with them oh, oh. So, you best believe I've already gone to look this up. Wrinkle all Wrinkle has a TikTok. I'm following oh. Wrinkle on TikTok. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, ducks have have delicate feet, and oh. she's got little special duck shoes. And her owners are currently fundraising to turn their duck shoe design into a commercial product. They're doing a little fundraiser to make duck shoes. Oh. I mean, if I had a duck, I'd buy them. If I had a duck. That's so pure. I don't even need a duck. I just want duck shoes. <laughs> I just want those little duck shoes. Oh, oh that's such oh. a wholesome story. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm glad we got a tough duck story. It's a good duck. Wrinkle's oh. a good duck. Laura, Laura, the next time we have you on, I am going to make sure we have a duck story. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I, Laura, look, Laura, I didn't I'm have ex- time to prep, but I'm... I'm Ducks are great. Ducks are great. I, I went to university in Stirling, and the university there has a really big um, lake, and mm. it's just full of ducks and swans and geese, and it's very good. Because uh, uh, lots of the, the students will go out to feed the ducks, and it's very good. Ducks are too too pure for this world. They're too good. We don't. What did we do to deserve ducks? I, don't I, find, I find a YouTube channel a while back about uh, how round a duck is. How round are ducks? Yeah. Uh, this one was very round. I'm trying to I'm trying to find it right now. Oh, there it is. Our pet call duck is so round. Oh, oh I sorry. mean, ra- round is a very round is a good amount of round for a duck. Yeah. Also, I know why I didn't see the chat earlier. I have my Zencaster like uh, my Chrome browser at like at like half its uh its capacity. But I put the thing in the chat so y'all can see, so y'all can see the cool duck now. Let's see yeah. this duck. That's not a duck. That's an ad. Oh well, oh, fuck no, that, that ad. Is, fuck that is that is a duck. Oh, that's a oh, that's a good duck. Oh, now I can skip the ad. <gasps> that's a very round duck. Oh, that's such a that's such a good friend. Oh, also he's shaped. shaped. Yeah, high and, quality duck. Oh yeah. Oh, oh! I forgot that uh, the duck's name is Moko, and he does this like adorable, like doggy head tilt. Like <laughs> I saw. Oh. I it, just wanted to make sure y'all were aware of that because round, because <laughs> because round. Also, I I forgot ducks made those like quack noises. Oh, they do, and I, I I like it when ducks do that that quack that sounds like a laugh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ducks are good. They are. Yep. You know what else is good? All of y'all. You know. You know what else is? No. Seriously. Like, I do want to make sure the listeners know, like, at least, like, how good y'all are. Um, 
I'm not well, as good as a duck, but I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We can't have everything. Well, true. But honestly, like, like we we almost didn't have a second episode for this month because uh, this month is cursed. This, this month, month is, cur- is cursed. Me and Lauren were both. We were supposed to be recording yesterday. Me and Lauren were both sick, and uh, today I am feeling a lot better. But Lauren is still sick, so <laughs> that is why we do not have a Lauren on this episode. Sad oh, yeah. times. Oh yeah, not to mention the whole host of other times we we, we tried to record, but yeah. life kept happening. Like, yeah, life life just kept coming at us, coming at us hard. And yep, and then I post, and then I posted on Facebook asking if anybody if, if anybody could help us uh, could help me out, and uh, and Phoenix uh, very generously offered offered themselves offered themselves and Steph. Yeah, and then eventually offered to ask you, Laura. And Eventually, me too. Yeah, and we are very I, grateful for you being here. And oh, uh, I am. I I honestly don't know how to pro- how to properly express how grateful I am. Uh, but very. I can at least say that much. Very. <laughs> <laughs> like there, there would not be an episode if y'all weren't here. If y'all were. Hey, we're here. We did it. Just yeah. invite me to your sleeping bag, church, and we'll call it even. <laughs> Steph, the day I, I the, the day I get a sleeping bag, I, I will invite you in it. The day I guess. Brilliant. Hey Steph, I've already got a sleeping bag. <gasps> hey, there you go. Oh shit! Oh, I'll bring the competition popcorn. there, Larry. <laughs> um, so we have we have, we have a bit more time. Um, um, okay, so so it, it, it uh, it's so it's two thirty now. Do y'all want to do the outro? So it's. T- we that, can do the outro if we're sensible. ready to wrap up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. Let me get to that part of the script. There we are. Oh, no, uh, that's the this... intro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could do that, too. I mean, we could just do the, just do the intro as the outro again. Also, because I, I need to ask Steph where, where people can find them again. Because I need to... They already oh. told you in bed. Yeah. In bed. No, I want a real answer this time. I want a real answer this time. In Larry's sleeping bag, that's where you can find them. Um... <laughs> yeah, uh, my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Jim Sterling. Um, I am uh, also that on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Jim Sterling. Uh, I have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Jimquisition. And that's about it, really. If you look up Enjoy Wrestling on YouTube and uh, you can see Commander Sterling doing stuff for Enjoy Wrestling as well. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, also, this has been Humans Holler at News. I was Larry Yelling in B. I was Bethany Turner. Fee, I think you're next. They're still muted. I did not forget. <laughs> I was not talking to myself. Oh, no. Oh. I was Phoenix too, hell. Oh, no. How long were you muted? I don't want to talk about it, Lara. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel very rude now. I was Laura Kate Magnadale, who is very, feels oh, very no, mean. Oh, don't be sorry. You're cute about ducks. You never have to apologize for anything. Okay. Um, did, Steph, did, Steph has a line. Huh? <laughs> you have a line in the script, Steph. Oh. Give me one second. I shall deftly cover for this. I mean, your line is just that you are you you and your. I am. My name is insert name here. 
My, I, Steph, Stephanie, that's me. <laughs> Steph, where can people find you? Because apparently we're still trying it. to jump at this thing. Well, there's a script in front of me well, and it says you've got to answer it again. that question. I mean, they don't, ha- they don't have to answer it again. They've, they've already answered it, answered it before. Okay. They don't have to. What's going on? <laughs> I'm confused and spoonless. Fucking sweet. I, I am backing away. I am sorry. Laura, where can people find your stuffs? Uh, Laura K. Buzz, all the places. Go look at Laura K. Buzz. The important thing, though, is go Google Who Hunts the Whale. It's oh, a yeah. book. It's about a definitely fictional AAA video game development studio. And maybe, you know, how you could combat bad practices by tackling capitalism and the CEO class, maybe. It's definitely fictional. Go Google Who Hunts the Whale. Go throw some money at it. Fucking sweet. <laughs> No, only only you and me get that, Larry. And Aleph. I'm sure they'll oh. listen to it later. They'll listen okay. to it later. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, have I mentioned recently how awesome and talented my, my awesomely talented girl girlfriend is? Uh, very. She she's very awesome and, and one hell one hell of a podcaster and artist. And I can't fucking talk today. Apparently Y'all should not. check out Eonsworld.m4a. It's the queerest funny. <laughs> it's the queerest funny thing I've, I've ever seen. And her writing is amazing. And uh, you can also find this podcast on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and wherever else weird podcasts are found. I get, I get to fill in for Lauren, don't I? You do. Am I allowed to shout? Yeah. Yes. You ready to tell me off if I do a heckin' yell? Will the... Do it. Patreon credits! Nice. Nice. <laughs> Special thank yous to Ellen Max. Oh, Drifa Yon's not here. I really hope all the small people in your house are still asleep. A oh, pile of bones. Also, Drifa, if you're listening, please tell me if I'm getting that right or if, or if I'm not, how to say it, because I am so confused. Because. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh... So, some of these names are penciled in for Steph to read. Steph, either are you happy to get the script up and read some Patreon names, yeah, or would I'm... some should someone jump in and do those names? All right, I think I've got the right one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sevin Lara, thank you for the boosted pledge, Devin. Was that right? Vera, yeah, that, that, that was right. right. Good job. Yep. Good girl. <laughs> Vera Lane. Luki Uki Puki. Ebrant. A crumb of war crime. <laughs> oh no! Just a crumb of war crime as a Just treat. A as a tre- war crime. <laughs> America can have a crumb of war crime as oh. a treat. <laughs> Aaron Palavin. Sir Alistair Octopus says, "Support your union," and I agree with them. Hell yeah! Yes. Lawn Kate's conduit of the dish you bring to the Thanksgiving table, and I agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen uh, Lupin, conduit of identity theft. I am them now. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> um, a, a hitchhiking velociraptor. Also, deviled eggs. I love those. Don't let them in your car. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I've watched. I've watched Jurassic Park. Oh wait, no, that was a Deinonychus. Oh, I thought you meant deviled eggs. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what do the deviled eggs do? What do the deviled? Eggs... Oh, I was I just thinking the, the one that the one that gets in the car with Dennis Nedry. Wait, uh, Steph, say again. Wait, what? Oh, no, I just said I wanted deviled eggs and popcorn. Oh, same. Uh, oh, yeah. They go once. together, all right, probably. 
Right, wouldn't it? Oh, Steph, you get you get you get this awesome Patreon name next. Yes, uh, Rob Sothoff. Did you know the kangaroo can jump higher than the average house? The average house can't jump. <laughs> God, I love you so much, Rob. Uh, <laughs> it's still good. Nosferatu is in the mood for blood, but distracted by how cute Sophie is. Hey, Joa. <laughs> Oh God! I have to do, to do, to do, to, do, to do the closing line this time. I oh, can God. do it. I can do it because I didn't get to read any of those credits. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> okay. We are proud well, to be produced by Marissa Adelaide Lennox McCall. The music in this episode is "Scampy" and "Bring a Knife" by Bedroom Pro- Programmer. <gasps> I hear they're really damn good. Of course, uh, none of you would know anything about that, would you, Laura yeah, Fee yeah. and Steph? Definitely, definitely wouldn't. That's that's Jane, that is. That is Jane. That's Jane, I know that one. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to our guests for joining us. Everybody, have a pleasant day. Yep. Y'all have a good night now. Y'all have a good night. Hey. We did it. We did it. We 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 podded a whole cast. We did did a whole podcast. We've got to keep Zencaster.